I got a slight little rant. Slight little rant. I I didn't want to do this rant, but you know, this past what last weekend you had the coach, youth coach in Texas get shot and killed in front of those kids. Parents, y'all got to do better, man. Y'all, y'all taking it away from the kids, the fun of playing sports. If you leave your house with a gun going to a youth league football game, your ass need to stay at home. You don't need to be at that game. You have traumatized these kids by killing somebody on a football field. It's a game. It's just a game. Those kids go out there, play. They they take those two hours, you know, don't know what environment they come from. But those two hours, if they come from bad environment, it takes them away from what they've been dealing with throughout the week. Going to practice, it takes them away from what they're dealing with. But you bring that shit right to their damn field. Y'all got to do better. Parents, you make kids not want to play sports. You make good parents not want to put their kids in sports. Hey. I'm just saying, do better all around. Don't take no damn gun. Don't fight at no youth football game. It's not that crucial. It's not that crucial. It's just a game. That's it for me. And now, get ready. For the podcast no one saw coming. It's for phonies. Talking Titans. Host Ronte, Corey, Ricky, and last but not least, Tori. It's four phonies talking Titans. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It's four phonies talking Titans. What up, fellas? What up? What up? What up? What's happening? What's happening? Man, you know, everything's good. You know, the Titans practicing. Preseason's going on, but the main thing that, that that's happened within the last 24 hours with the phonies, everybody's going to DC. Yeah, <laughs> baby. We locked and loaded. A slight, you know, slight work, slight work, and slight, slight fellas trip. That's that's a good thing. Yeah. Well, let's, yeah. let's let's go on and jump into this Titans therapy. It's time for a little Titans therapy. Blood clot global. You know, we got the joint practice the last two days with uh, Tampa Bay. But before we before we get into what we, the Titans how they how they did in the practices, which I was feeling on the joint practices. Yay, nay, or are they going to become the way? I think it's a great thing that they do to measure themselves, you know, bring in another. I wish we would have had the bet their best uh, 
with the Tom Brady and the receiving court that they use, you know, their, their main starters as receiver. But e- either way, it's still good work uh, to work up against somebody else. You've been in training camp two or three weeks. You, you, you kind of figured out your opponent when you go team drills and one-on-ones and stuff, you know, mm-hmm. it's good to get some new guys in there to, to compete against. It's got to be a, a good thing as far as measuring where you are. I like, so I like it. I like the fact that you do it. Right. Yeah, I, I do as well. Um, I think it's it's perfect timing too, because like you said, they beat up on each other enough at this point to where, you know, it's good to get, get some other folks in there to, to rank, to bring up the intensity a little bit more. And, um, you know, and, and especially going into them being your next preseason opponent, I think that helped as well because, you know, you, you can rest some of those guys when it comes, like Saturday when, when the game happens. You know, you kind of set some of those guys because they've been going hard, you know, in these joint practices. And I think those two days of joint practice is perfect, too, because if they would have went a third day, I think, I think Big Jeff probably would have been suspended or or <laughs> something would have happened to where, you know, it, it would have been a huge brawl or something. But yeah, yeah. I I I like it. Tori, what you what you what's your take on joint practice? Well, I love it. I I know it's gonna sound like we're repeating each other, but we all in agreement that it helps the competition. It's, it you know, it helps your reps, it helps your veterans, it helps everybody get more of a, at a game type speed practice. And that's what you want. Iron sharpens iron, as they say, you know, so your ones versus their ones. And you don't know what that other guy's going to do. You know, they got some rookies. They got people that's trying to make the roster as we do. So guys are going to go extremely hard, trying to get the coach's attention, make plays, make that tackle, be around the ball, hustle. You know, that's what it's all about. Impressing the coaches. Yep. Yep. That's it. You know, ones going against ones, you know, against somebody else's ones. And because our ones probably not going to play in the preseason. So that gives them that game opportunity before the season actually starts. But let's let's jump into the offensive side of these joint practices. First, you know, Marshall Dillon going into the season. I think it was fool's goal. Fool me. I know he fooled me with that game against San Francisco. They just started for Lawan last minute. Maybe we just need to play him last minute. Let him know right before game time that he's going to play. I thought right tackle, he's got it. You know, yeah. he played left. He right tackle, he's got it. It's, the reports are up and down, a lot of down. What's, what's y'all's take on Still, we don't have a legit penciled-in right tackle. I think they know who they want. They're just waiting for that person to be more consistent in practice, and it may not be Dylan, but they're going to look at the tape because they're going to get their reps because it's wide open, and the person who's the most consistent will be the guy that's going to get that, that spot. So if it's Dylan, great. If it's not, hopefully somebody's but, better. But would you would you have rather like by this time in camp already had that right tackle spot sold up? We got a couple weeks left. 
by the third preseason game, I wanted sold up. That's before, right before the season. <laughs> right right, like, the season. Not, hey, it is what it is. What can you do? Would you, you not want it? Would you not right. want it? Like right now, or at least at least after Saturday, hey, this is going to be the right tackle to where they're getting all those first reps instead of you switching in and out. Oh, of course, that's the idea. Hopefully after this second preseason game, it's going to be a little bit more solid mm-hmm. and have enough evidence on tape on who our guy's going to be. That's yeah. up to that'll be the next game where it's solidified, the third preseason game. That's where it'll be solid on who we know it's gonna be. This game to prove yourself. I, I yeah, I, I think after this game, going into the, the week following this game, I, I think they'll know at that point. I, I don't think it'll be as much rotating that player in and out after this game. But you know, back to your original question, I absolutely thought it would be solidified at this point, but it's not. And I don't know if it's just one of them things to where they're creating more competition for Dylan to kind of see if he can pick it up another notch. But I guess the proof is in the film <laughs> and and what they're doing every day. So, yeah, yeah. After this week, whether it's Dylan or what is Petit Ferrer, however you pronounce his name, I, I think after this game moving forward, that person will be with the ones for pretty much the rest of, of camp. I hope I think, so. I think we've got an open competition. That's what it is. That's what we, uh, you know, kind of, we went into it hoping Dylan could could take it and just become that guy and be the starter. We start hearing what, the, yet last week, that Nicholas was starting to push him, <laughs> starting mm-hmm. to get more reps with the ones. And I'm trying to look at this as a positive because I'm, I'm looking at it thinking that they're still better off when one of those two guys can take, you know, can can be the starter, even though they're both young, they both hadn't really played a lot of football in the in the league. I think they like both of them. And I'm not going to call Dylan like a, you know, a bust at this point. I think. You can make those guys compete, show them everything. I'm I'm a hold out judgment and congratulate whoever wins that starting job. But I think both of them are still going to play a lot and be needed by us. I, I, I saw something and I wish I could have remembered who who wrote this um, an article and they were talking about kind of like that the Titans didn't do Dylan any favors last year. Uh, kind of moving him from. Kind of at one point they had him playing center, then they had him playing guard. Then you know they kind of took a while to get him at that. Okay, you gonna play tackle, and mm-hmm. and and it was it was they were kind of saying that they didn't do him that any favors because Dylan only played one game of college the year before. During North Dakota State, only played one game, and that was just a kind of. Highlight Trey Lance. That makes sense, yeah. though, Tay, because think about all we were saying about him is how versatile he was and how many different places we could put him. Right. And you hadn't played a lot of football and you're moving him around and looking at him at different places. He's really not gaining he get, any he experience in one. Yeah, you're not getting comfortable at any one space. So, yeah, because, you know, really, our last year he was going to be like in the battle for the right tackle and then. Next thing you know, he's lining up at guard. So, so y'all saying they treated him like 
the Titans treated Mariota with different head coaches and OCs at the line spot. Mariota. Mariota. <laughs> I'm from I'm from I'm from Tennessee. I'm not from Hawaii. Mariota. <laughs> oh, yeah, they changed him around. You know, he never got acclimated. Well, they need to figure something out with him. It's time to yeah, sit and get off the pot. I'm gonna uh, keep it clean. Some gotta, some gotta happen. Something. Yeah. I want that. But let's move what about on. This? What about this real quick before we move on? Would we look at somebody getting released from another team? Depend it depends on who that person is, is. because sometimes you know I've seen people saying, let's look at somebody when somebody gets cut. Hell it. Are you taking somebody else's trash? Right. That got cut. Unless it's somebody that has actually started in the league, then yeah. But if you just taking somebody that's you know, two or three years in, just like Dylan, and ain't really played that much. Who was the right tackle last year? Quisenberry. Hey. Corey, what we doing? What we still doing? Panda, 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 panda. Chasing Isaiah. <laughs> and we still chasing that dude, man. <laughs> we out here debating about the doggone line, man. The, 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 the right tackle. Three right. years later, we still feel like about it's been in that same that's position. That's the COVID position. That's what that is. It's, it's a COVID shit. position. I it is. Let's move. Let's move on. And uh, come on, one thing that's going on right now is Malik is getting Malik is getting a lot of reps, second second string reps. Yeah, um, fast track. You know, it, it's it's looking like Malik. If if you do it, what's eyes out of here? What, what, what y'all? Man, I think that's what it's it's supposed to be like. That you draft a quarterback. Who's projected to be a first round draft pick that ends up falling to you at three after some questions at our starting quarterback position? We got the guy. We don't supposed to have him at third string for even a whole full season, in my opinion. If he if he can that, come in that, and show that's the key. That's the that's the key thing. If he shows it, if he I and I, I think they're trying to give it to him that you getting these reps and. Yeah, well, Woodside can't come in, even though that's a preseason game. He can't come in and look as bad as he did that game. Because Man. when that's the case, you can say, well, hell, we just put Malik out there. And even though he can't, he's he can running run out of there. He can run. <laughs> he can run. <laughs> yeah. He's going he gonna to hit a pass every now and then, either way. Yeah. He's going to hit a pass. Yeah. I love how they're coaching him right now. You know, they it, it seemed like they're putting pressure on him but not too much pressure because they understand where he came from and how much growing he has to do. But at the same time, they want to give him these reps and they right. want to evaluate their wide receivers at the same time. So, you know, they're coaching him up to get rid of the ball and not look at that first read run. You know what I'm saying? So I love that they're coaching him that way. Yeah. And, and you know, and we may see – 
a different Malik this weekend, you know, because he, he may be a little bit more comfortable since they've had the, the practices against Tampa. He may come out and, and be slanging, slanging that ball around the field a little bit more, you know, right. which they want him to do. So I, I think this will be a good test. This this will be a, 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 a good test for him Saturday to kind of feel how comfortable he is throwing the ball more so than just one read and going, you know. Yeah, he's he's definitely on a fast track to get game ready, you know, to be a backup quarterback just in case we need him because it helps out the roster. We can't carry three quarterbacks. It frees up other spots for us for our return game. Um, you know, it helps us in that aspect. So they're going to continue to fast track him to get him ready to make those reads, make those throws, and just play ball and use his athletic ability. It's going to be a uh, a lot of tendencies and, and and habits to break when you get a guy that's used to self preservation because your, your offensive line is not that good, and you mm-hmm. know you can use your legs to to buy yourself more time and to not get hit. Right. Mm-hmm. You do that every snap from the shotgun, every snap you, you're running for your life. And now they're telling you, and you got to, it might feel like you're about to get hit, but you got to trust and believe these linemen <laughs> going right. to keep them off of you a little bit. And if you ever get in a pocket and you hadn't been in that pocket, it feels like you're about to get killed, even though you might yeah. not. And then they say, if you take too many hits, that, that just ruins you. I think that's what happened to Mariota. He started looking at the line, he started looking at those tackles coming that sometimes they weren't even there. And you're not seeing what's developing down downfield. You're not seeing somebody flash open or about to be open and anticipating the throw and throwing them open. So it's a totally different well, way of football that he's learning right now. Well, you brought you brought him up, Marcus. I'm gonna use his real name, Marcus, today. Um he did. He was doing stuff that Malik is doing right now, and I I hope Malik gets it out of his system that he's wanting to see the guy wide open before he throws the ball. Mm-hmm. He's got he's got to let that ball go, um, and and trust that okay, this guy's breaking. He's gonna be open when he makes his break. And I'm gonna throw it to that spot where he's supposed to be at. And that's that's that was one thing that Marcus did that and I I I think for Marcus it was it was just watching him at Oregon, all his receivers ran wide open. So that's what he was used to. That they're gonna be running wide open, and that's when I throw the ball. And you know, he kind of he would throw some that where he's you know, good timing routes and stuff, but he, a lot of them, he waited till people were open. And like you said, some of it could have been that he got gun shy in there and, you know, he, he was just holding on to the ball too long. Holding on to the ball yeah. and then looking at, looking at how he's going to fall. You know, you stop looking, you, you already hunched up before really any contact comes. It's, it's, a, it's a wrap. You got you got to go to therapy after that. One one thing, <laughs> one thing I want to see this weekend, and I know they probably they don't want to show a lot, but I want to see if they like move the pocket form or something. You know yeah. where 
where they move him around a little bit, but yet at the same time, he can keep his eyes down the field. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kind of something make him a little more comfortable and may buy him a little more time in the pocket. I kind of want to see something like that. Right. This Tony, weekend. I was talking about him comparing him to, to Russell Wills, or was that somebody on TV? I think it may have been a commentator on TV, and it, and and they they talked about Russell Wilson's game. Compare Malik to to a Russell Wilson. How did Russell? How did he do it? You know, he ran a lot and he uses legs a lot, but he still throws a lot, and he still he can. I think his IQ, man. Is that what it is? I, that's what I think. Just his football IQ or something. I, I don't know. Yeah. It, it, it's something, yeah, that, that, you know, because Malik may have the arm strength, the athleticism, of course, but it's got to be something like you hope a switch flip like that with him to where he just start under, understanding the speed of the game more and, and kind of, I don't know, just, just and, and from continuing to study or whatever. And another thing with Wilson, he had that, he kind of had that underdog role that NC State decided we're going to go with a different quarterback. You need to go find somewhere else to play. He go to Wisconsin. He he wins at Wisconsin and he still drafted what third round? And because everybody's saying he's too short. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you know, I forgot the quarterback that they actually had in there that they was that the guy they got from Green Bay, uh, paid him all that money and thought he oh, was going to yeah. start. And then Wilson ended up starting. So, you know, and you, Malik, Malik sat by, behind some guys in Auburn that he probably should have started over, but, you know, more athletic, just as good as arm, arm as those guys. But, you know, he had to transfer and go to Liberty and prove himself there at a lower level. And now he done, you know, was considered a top 10 pick, dropped down to third. So maybe he uses that as motivation. People like him. Um, hopefully he's he's learning an awful lot right now. But at yeah. the same time, some of the, the, the non-football things that he's, needing to do, having to do, it may come naturally just being that leader, just be more of a leader. Right now he's not the leader, but he has to develop into being that leader. So I think he's doing a great job of balancing everything uh, right now. It's a lot that he's learning, but he seems to be handling it. And uh, maybe we can see some good things out of him Saturday. Hopefully. He's going to get the snaps from what Brable said. It don't matter if Woodside, you know, Woodside stars, Malik's going to get the majority of the snaps. One, one, one other thing, Malik, if Malik is the number two on the 53-man roster, do you leave Woodside on the practice squad or do you pick up somebody that may have actually played in some games and put them on the practice squad? I think you try to stash Woodside. Personally, just from him understanding the offense, in my opinion, uh, and I don't know, I have no idea who else. All right, he had I had a lot of journeymen that he's beat out before. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, but it, it's I don't know. That's that's kind of one of those that 
I, I think I lean toward the if it's somebody that has some game actual NFL game experience, I would you put Blaine Gabbard in on the squad before what's up? That's I'm serious with that question. I think I might, yeah. That's a good question. I think it's two different things, man. I think you got practice and then you got game. And I think for practice, no nobody that they could bring in would be better than Woodside for practice. Mm. Because he knows I don't I don't well well practice, he's gonna be he doing the other be, offense. He's doing the other offense. Yeah. That's true. Hell he ought to know all the <laughs> he been doing it. He been doing it. That's all he know how to do it. And they probably give him respect because he remember all their offenses and his own, I guess. I don't yeah. know. That's, that's kind of one of those practice. It kind of one kind of one of those where it depends on who who the person actually is. But he's been the yeah. second string, he's been the second team guy, right? He was right after he's been. Uh, He's, He's been, been our second team quarterback all this time. Well, for like since uh when Mariota left, yeah. So he's not running their offense, is he? Who is he getting any snaps in practice for, for the offense? Probably what's he doing? It's practice? very limited. He's probably running scout. But if he gets some snaps, it's very limited. There's probably another practice squad quarterback that we've had that runs scout too. I think I think he gotta be running all if he if he might go in at just by one person getting hurt he gotta be in trying to prepare to play I would think yeah so I'm thinking the practice whatever practice squad player I think we used to have a a Hogan that used to play at Stanford that was like on practice squad last year he probably ran scout team so yeah I don't know man Mm. that's a good question though Tay because I I just don't think they see him. As as being able to really now that I've seen him play, when he threw that interception, man, he just looked like anybody <laughs> else. He just didn't look like a difference maker, like somebody. Now he was surrounded by second team, third team guys. I right. didn't realize that. I would like to see him have an opportunity with. Ain't gonna get no first. Man, no, get, no. Yeah. Well, maybe he'll get closer to first. Maybe team. closer. Maybe yeah. I think they're gonna stash him on the practice squad because they they know what he can and cannot do. When you mean stash, you're like stashing like you don't want nobody to get him. I don't think nobody wants him. Well, he's going to be on practice squad. They're going to sign yeah. him to that. Okay, yeah. You don't, know. don't say stash. Stash is like, to me, when they say <laughs> stash in a play on practice squad, is like they put him there and then say, oh, he got an injury, so nobody pick him up. Right, I got you on that. They're not really trying to hide him from anybody no, they're else. Not they're just him. trying to keep him around because he right. knows the stuff. Okay, got you. And they know what he can do. Yeah. Who See, was the quarterback? The hey, who was the quarterback we had that didn't come around the facilities when we was going through COVID? We had an emergency quarterback mm-hmm. that was signed. I can't remember who that was. Was it was it Huntley? Was it? Uh, Huntley was around. It seemed like it was Huntley at one point. And it may have been somebody else, too, at uh, one point. Simeon? Simeon? Trevor Simeon? Yeah. That, I think it, I, I remember him being on the practice squad at one time. Yeah. It may be. It well, may be. Yeah. I don't know. But move on. Let's 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 get to the uh wide receiving tight end group during this during this uh joint practice. I think 
one-on-ones, you know, one-on-ones, everything. Wide receiver group looks looks pretty yeah. good. Looks pretty good. Who, who's who's some, you know, of course it's it's what is it? It's basically a battle for six right now. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna be the sixth wide receiver? I think the top five are pretty set. Y'all, y'all agree with that? Top five yeah. Woods, NWI, yeah. Erks, Phillips, and Matt McMahon. Yeah. yeah. I'll tell you who. <laughs> And I hate to say it, but everything I've seen the past two days, and I think even Corey, phony Corey, got him confused, <laughs> thinking that Kenzie was, was Phillips. Right. Kenzie been getting wide ass they been, open. He been getting open. <laughs> been looking real nice. He been, get, he been getting open. That that's that's one of those questions. Does he? beat out somebody because he's a second punt returner or you know yeah i don't know man he was around last year and he never uh so mcmath was around last year but early in camp yeah dez was around last year yeah dez we don't mention dez man i yeah i hate that but he's another that's another practice squad member it looks like Way of yeah. shaping out. McMath came back, but early in in, in the in the uh, camp last season, he was he was making highlights, and they were talking about him early. But then it tailed off where they stopped kind of talking about him. I don't know what happened last season. Who Kenzie? No, McMath. Racy. Racy was making some spect- spectacular catches, and I was like, "Oh, this guy!" Because we had a, I had a lot of hope for Race. I didn't we didn't talk about mm-hmm. it on the show much, but but then it kind of stopped me away through practice through uh, camp, and then it you know so. Yeah, I always, I always thought when when he did, you know, we started getting those injuries. Yeah. I thought late in the season that they would just put him in just to run a fly route, and and that's it, just because yeah. he got that speed. But and maybe he did it opposite this year. He didn't. He wasn't doing nothing yeah. early in camp, you know, in OTAs, just a little bit. But now nah, he's. He's looking like a man right now. He, he, he's he totally is, man. changed everybody's. Uh, uh, I mean, he just made plays all through this camp, and it looks like he keeps building. And they say, "What stringing days together?" He strung the days together. Mm-hmm. Then he showed up in the game. Then he does multiple things. He's not just a receiver. He's he's busting it on special teams. He just really showed that he wanted to be in the NFL and on this on this football team and if not on this football team somebody else would pick him up real quick right quick so, you know yeah he's he's elevated as far as the, the tailing we just lost uh josh malone on um casualty of the what's that guy that cuts people the turk the turk came and got my boy this week uh i hope uh I don't know. I like I like Malone. Anybody came out of UT, you know I like them. But uh, <laughs> as far as that 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 what's who's who's really competing for that last that last spot? Really, Dez, probably Dez, Kenzie, and uh, Godwin. Godwin, we got some good guys in camp, man. And I, now speaking of stashing, we may stash that Roberson guy. That that they undrafted uh, receiver. We may stash. Big body no. guy, right? 
No, nah, he's small guy. Robertson small. Yeah, he's small return guy. Kind of coming off a uh, injury in college, but is it true you can protect up to like four people on on the practice squad? I don't. I don't know how many. I don't know. I don't know if they were doing that during. If they still doing that, I know they were doing that at one time during COVID and everything, but I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Got some. Man, John Robinson, them man, they 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 got a they got a hell of a job. <laughs> I know, man. It's always fifty three. God, fifty three. That's crazy. It's at what 80, 85 right now. So they still it's got a way. Go. Everybody we got away already might get cut. All those, all the friends guys might get cut. I know. Yeah, as <laughs> they bring somebody else. Guys gone, man. Friends, you you got to bust. You got to. Do something spectacular out there to to yeah. getting on. Because if you fringe and you don't get a lot of snaps in this cu- upcoming preseason game, you may well start packing your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Want to catch more phonies action? Follow Four Phonies on IG at Four Phonies and get at odds with Forty. For updated wagers on all sports, from three-game parlays to what's happening on the money line, Tory, a.k.a. Tap 40s, got you covered. All gambling wages are for entertainment purposes only. And we're back with four phonies. Oh. And you know, with these joint practices, man, they they uh, auditioning for the other team. Too. Right. You know? Right. <laughs> And in the so, preseason game, they auditioned for the all the other 30 teams. Right. <laughs> yep. Exactly. You know? That's yeah. it. So they can still be packing. But packing going to somewhere, go somewhere else. Going somewhere else. <laughs> but they said yeah. the best receiver on the field this week has been Julio. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Y'all want to speak on that real quick? No. I, okay. I, I, okay. I know you don't. I didn't. I just, you know, I caught the highlights when he was he was getting locked up. That's the only highlights I saw of him. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, that's, he didn't that's do a whole lot today. I don't think he did. He may have done one-on-one, two-on-twos today. He didn't do a whole lot today. Tennessee Talk Talk. Let's, let's 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 move to the little, little Tennessee tough talk. Let's move to that other side of the ball, the defense during the joint Nasty. practice. First off, you got to start with Big Jeff. <laughs> How you just been whooping folks and taking names, and um, you know, I know John Robinson loved that he's whooping folks out there, but John Robinson is also looking at that that price per year go up and uh how, what, what did Joe say Rick what fat Joe say yesterday's price <laughs> is not today's price <laughs> <laughs> so that man is gonna get paid yeah they backing up the Brinks truck <laughs> backing it up <laughs> it's coming Backing up the brakes truck. You got to pay something. And it's time to pay that man. It's time to pay him, dog. You know. Don't have to. I mean. I think they all know. I don't think it's going to be much, you know, 
Oh yeah, life's good right now for yeah. Big Jeff. He's feeling good. He's waking up every morning like he's coming to America. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, God. Today is my yeah. birthday. <laughs> right. Oh, man. He just got through dedicating a field house to his old high school. You know, I, I, I watch a lot of his moves um, on social media. Because I know exactly where he's from, because that's where my wife's from. She went to the same high school. So when I see this stuff, man, I, I just like him. You know, I'm always mm-hmm. the way he plays, the way he talks, I'm all for it. Ain't nothing really he can do. That well, you know. <laughs> yeah, we get it. <laughs> yeah. He he he's my favorite, my favorite Titan by far. And I love that when he always talks about setting it, we just had to come out and set a tone. It's it's setting a tone. He letting them know. Early, he gonna tell him what he gonna do. He dogging them, and then he really right. do it. He then he really right. do it. And he demoralizing people, man. So they, yeah, they don't like him. They don't like him, man. They want to fight him after the game. He probably a little dirty, and he's stronger, and he better. You know, it's, it's that's a tough way to be. Hey, and they putting I, it on tape, and it got I folks got their phones out. It's like getting whooped on the street. I love it. <laughs> you know, went viral by getting whooped out here on this on this practice. You're a grown man. ass man. You're a grown man, dog. So yeah, you like <laughs> I don't, I'm glad I don't have to try to block it, big dude. Bubber Lane. He's on this team. On this team, Big Jeff. What? What? How you think this game gonna go? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they gonna get. Pain, man. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I I told y'all earlier, man, that, you know, I sent it on the text that if we don't pay Big Jeff, I will be hurt. Oh, yeah. I, I'll be, I'll be hurt. Anybody I, else, I'm I'm like, okay, you, you can go. But Jeff, I'll be hurt. I'll be, be devastated. That's like. Not an option. And I think they know, no. and I think they've been counting his bunny, dealing with everybody else. Right. They knew. AJ, they knew. You, can't, you can't do that and can't pay AJ and pay Big Jeff and pay Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry Hill. and pay Tannehill and pay Tannehill. Uh, what's the defensive guy? The D- Landry Dupree. It's all set up. And plus, like next year, when Jeff's, you know, the next after this season, David Long is up. What you gonna do there? You know, Monty Hooker is up if he yeah. has a good season. So you got a defense. It's a lot of money in it. A, a lot of money. You gonna star be study, D. You call out them starters' names. You got a star studded defense. Right. <laughs> oh yeah. A bunch of them. All the way around. Yeah. We really fly under the radar, though, and I want to stay that way. Well, oh, yeah. That, we, Tennessee, we they ain't nobody going to ever respect us. They love to come to Nashville to party, but yep. they're going to act like our team ain't good. But around the league, they respect us because after they play us, them jokers limp to that plane. <laughs> 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 they like, Jesus, uh, we've been in the war. <laughs> right. That's that old school tight defense right there. I love the way that defense look. They can they they set up to do something special, but I'm not going to talk about the respect factor just because of how we laid that egg in the playoffs. So I'm going to just because we should have dripped in. We're going to move on. We're going to move on from that. Yeah, that's that brings up brings 
But this offense is gonna be re, re, re-energized. But we ain't talking about we on defense. We on defense right now. We ain't talking about the offense. <laughs> offense gave the game. We on defense. Now let's move to uh DB. First first day Wednesday. Farley had a little rough day. Yeah, but it looked like today he bounced back. I, I was glad to see Farley bounce back today. Uh, Mm-hmm. I mentioned it on the rant that is it, it may not all be physical with him. It's it's a mental thing, you know, getting over multiple injuries. And people got to realize he's coming, he's coming off an injury. He he's not just coming That's back true. from last season. He's coming off an injury. So yeah. he's got to get mentally prepared for the season. And I like that they're giving him gonna give him reps for it. Yeah. I agree, man. You know, he, as they say, I guess as a DB core, you play DB. You, you forget the last play, right? Is that is that as a DB as the well? Ones, the good ones do. Yeah, so, yeah, it was great for him to bounce back, man. Like that, you know, it was a, can't remember who posted it, but they showed like six really good defensive plays from the, from the DBs, you know, and, and them dudes, they, they really did step up today, all of them. Right. You know, and having McCreary back, whew. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's good. I, I'm excited to see little dude. Uh, it's <laughs> going to be dude. good to see him. Yeah. Yeah. So. I can see him getting his hands in there on the ball, man, knocking it up in the air. All yeah. these guys getting that, getting that hand on the ball. Got Farley long arms. Seems like he can get in there, but we just need opportunities to, to turn that ball over. Right. So, speaking hand of, on the ball, usually something good happens. Speaking of the DBs, we brought in uh, Lonnie, John, Lonnie Johnson that, you know, kind of fit the mold of long guy uh, DB that we kind of have. And then um, Gillespie traded for – Gillespie, I can't think of his first name from for the Raider, traded for him. You know, those those two guys – if you were on the fringe, I know you got to battle with some more guys right now, right? Because you, you think, think they're better than? Are they better than than the fringe guys? Is, is, is that corner better than a Chris Jackson? Who Johnson? Yeah, uh, more. I would say more game experience, uh, bigger corner. So I would, I would, I would say right now, yeah, he would, he would. He would get an edge over over Chris Jackson. I don't know about the other guy, I, but this is just his second year, isn't it? The, the guy from the Raiders. I think so. And I think yeah. he's like a fourth round pick, maybe. Yeah, mm. yeah. So I would I would Johnson just because that length, it kind of fits what we kind of want to do at, at corner. To match mm-hmm. up against these bigger receivers, and you know, but it's if Chris Jackson gets back in there whenever he gets back and balls out, then he may he, yeah. can, he, he makes the decision hard, right? A lot of yeah, a lot of deep defensive backs. We got a lot yeah, of defensive yeah. backs right now. No major injuries so far, right? Not that well, I know of. 
Molden is still in and out. I think he practiced yesterday, but he wasn't there. He didn't practice today. So he he's dealing with something. Yeah. Molden I remember I remember looking at that uh when he got hurt. And that definitely looked like uh ankle sprain or something. The way he was the way he was limping and and jumping yeah. around after he got hurt. Cause it wasn't yeah. like so you know, there ain't nothing, ain't nothing gonna be reported on what's going on with anybody. Yeah, I think I, I'll come with that coach speak. They he practiced yesterday, and they wanted to see how he would uh, respond. Right after after a day, right of, of practice, so he didn't respond well. Great coach speak. He wouldn't back out there. Sounds great. Great, great coach speak. <laughs> well. That's it for the four phonies. We gonna catch us on Instagram, catch us on Facebook, catch us on Twitter. We gonna be four phonies out. We out of here. Out. Tighten up. Peace. Podcast, executive produced by Four Phonies, sound design and engineering, WaveSync Media, music by Motion Array, Four Phonies Talking Titans.